Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the High Performance Artist Podcast. This is episode 50. An amazing milestone that I'm pretty proud of. Today we're going to be talking about what creatively or what creative is not, what being creative is not. Because I think there's definitely many different ways to say, okay, yeah, this is being creative. This is what a creative person is. This is how a creative person behaves. I think there's many, almost an infinite amount of ways to say that, but I'm just gonna elaborate on four ways or four types of thinking that creatively isn't. Matter of fact, I would just say four ways of being that is not creative. So the first way I think is is forcing it. There was this aspect, I was listening to something by Alan Watts and he was saying something about woo way. <laughs> now woo 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 way. Um and it specifically is translated to the art of not trying or um not trying or you know what let me tell you specifically I should have probably had this up. Hold on. Wu Wei. It's a concept meaning effortless action. Some people call it flow. Some people call it state. But uh, it's from Confucianism. And it really, it focuses on um, like a state of like internal harmony, internal cohesion where things happen from a place um, almost like it's autonomous, it's subconscious, but things happen. So there is Wu Wei in walking. You don't have to calculate and do any formulas in your head on how to walk, how much pressure you should apply to each foot. Um, Nothing like that. You don't have to do anything like that. But when it comes to doing math, for a lot of us, I mean, that's definitely not Wu Wei, right? So the art of getting into flow is a really, really deep topic. But this whole podcast episode is about just ways of being that go against creativity. And the first one is forcing it. If you find yourself, and try to think along with me, if you find yourself trying to force things, and you're just like, oh, duh, of course, if you're forcing it, you can't, you know. There's this reason why a lot of artists like to work in the early morning, like between 1 and 5 a.m., There's a really good reason why a lot of artists like to work on that. One, there's nobody around to distract you. Um, you the, there's a kind of tiredness that removes the chattel in your brain. And I've experienced this. Like the, the work that I've gotten done after 12 a.m. is phenomenal. I just end up feeling like garbage the next day. So I don't really do it a lot probably can't tell you the last time I have done it but I know that the 
the work that I do like at that time is amazing and I would love if there was a time during the normal hours where I felt this way but nothing comes close to a lot of creative people when they get work done like after 12 a.m. like the best stuff is just created after after midnight and you know forcing things is never a good sign you know the people who are doing their craft who feel like every step they take and every word they say it just feels right it feels like they're even getting energy from work and i heard one guy was saying like you know i just feel so bad for the people that are trying to compete with me because i can do these seminars for like 10 hours a day every day and i just love talking about this stuff the stuff he was talking about right um he taught a very particular topic but he just loved getting people in the room, loved having seminars. Sometimes he would have seminars for free just to continue what he was doing, just to keep spreading the word and his message. And it was just incredible, absolutely incredible. The energy he had every single time was just so on point. Just like, yeah, I just feel bad for people that try to compete because I, I get energy from doing this. Like nobody else does a seminar for 10 hours and then wakes up the next morning and they can't really wait to do it again. Next is, is thinking the same way. This goes against being creative. Being creative is being somebody that can really look at a lot of abstract things and abstract data. And being able to think outside of the box, as cliche as that might sound, is a very valuable skill because the creative person is constantly doing two two things we're constantly taking what has already been done and applying a new spin to it so the creative person is always stuck in two worlds of wanting to see what tradition or what the meme is or just what is already accepted what are the structures and the pillars of the category or the topic that this person is going to create something on top of but then they're also tasked with making it fresh making fresh something that has been seen a thousand times that is the burden of the creative because sometimes we want to go into the field where we are only creating new and fresh and never before seen things but like we've said on this podcast before as a high performance artist you have to realize that if you create something that nobody's ever seen before, you run the high risk of nobody being able to emotionally con connect to it and nobody being able to like, take on what you've created. This is why fan art is just so, um, such a great way to break into you know, a lot of these different fields or to create some spin-off 
of popular content um, it flexes your muscle and it gets people into your brand basically not many people want to do that I completely understand I was in that crowd um, I'm starting to plan out some work that I can do that I think would creatively satisfy me I think that was the, the thing that I was fearful of like it wasn't doing fan art just wasn't going to creatively satisfy me and I think I'm sort of getting over that I think that was just my ego talking like I have to be this original amazing awesome person that you know birthed this new idea that nobody has ever seen or heard of before and look at how I did this all by myself you know it's like dude you can draw spider-man from here until i die and it would still be well received you know <laughs> and you know me, even me saying that i'm just like oh god like drawing spider-man forever or drawing marvel comics like how can i do that you know but there's there's so much to be done within within worlds and universes that have already been created that you could find tons of creativity to keep yourself busy um, the third one is limiting yourself. That goes against creativity. Why? Because creativity is about um, dichotomies. Creativity is about seeing how far you can push something. But it is just as good to see how little you need to get something done. Like some people create amazing works of art using a one long continuous line or only toothpicks or in the case of um, places you will go by Dr. Seuss he only used 50 words to create the entire book sometimes limitations are great but there is a sense of limitlessness in creativity that of course needs to get channeled through a limitation do you understand what I'm saying like when you decide to do like say you're gonna create a work of art only using the color red and black now you've limited yourself to two to two colors oh geez you know what am i gonna do how am i gonna express all these different emotions and feelings and colors and shades and you know what happened to the rgb spectrum but there is a way to channel the awesome amount of creativity that you have through a limitation and the last point is um, originality goes against genuine creativity <laughs> and let me explain this one I think so many great things have been done by modeling other people and as Austin Kleon says stealing like an artist meaning like you take what somebody else is doing and say oh cool let me see how I can build on that let me see how I can make that even more interesting you know, there's so many artists that steal nowadays um, the image and ideas of Disney, but they remix them. Now, the genuine term for that is modeling. Modeling is taking something and then basing it off of something else. But, you know, steal like an artist is a much catchier title than what modeling like an artist. What? I don't think that book would have sold at all if you did that. So, I say all this to you to say, don't force things as best you can. See how you can further relax yourself, further get into flow. See how you can further think in 
different ways hopefully also in opposite ways is there an opposite way you can view something is there a way that you could limit yourself to channel your creativity and is there something that you could model all these different things really embody some of the foundational cores of creativity i hope that helps and i'll talk to you real soon